Hello, everybody. Welcome back to PTO, Pardon the Opinion. We're back with episode Pardon three. Pardon the Opinion. Pardon the Opinion. We're here with... Is Peter here? We got Lowe's. Yeah, I'm going like this one. Chile. <laughs> we got John here. Of course, the crew is still here, back together. Talking about some things. There's uh, updated things happening with the, you know, with the UFC card. We got a whole bunch of things. Uh, right now, this is going to be the MMA portion of the pod. Um, so, I think... First thing we could talk about, you know, this is the biggest news of this weekend. So the Derek Lewis Curtis Blades fight is uh, canceled due to uh, Curtis Blades tested positive for COVID. It kind of sucks. It's kind of like a, a big hit for um, <laughs> a lackluster card. Yeah, essentially, yeah, for sure. Basic. I say the good thing though is uh, this actually this fight is now going to be added to the Figueroa fight, which card. is going to make that card even better. Exactly. So I think there's like uh, you know. Huh? You didn't know that? Yeah, no, I didn't know that. It yeah. just makes that card even better now. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, it makes me look forward to it. Yeah, and the, even the card was already pretty good, right. you know. And I, the I, one turnaround is already crazy for the for the championship. Exactly, yeah, fight. yeah. And then now you got... How do you feel about... I just thought about it. How do you feel that the heavyweights are <laughs> are being, like, co coast, uh, you know what I mean, under, like, the... The, the flyweights. The yeah, the flyweights. Well, they're it's the champions. Like, they're the champions. Yeah, it makes sense, know? but it's just ironic in a way. Yeah, they're the champions, but, you know... Uh, so uh, it is confirmed. It is confirmed that both fighters, uh, Moreno and uh, Figueredo, they are the fat. The gonna, they're going to be the fastest fighters to turn around on a title fight. Yeah, twenty-one days notice. Yes, yeah, that's pretty crazy. And they, and it is. And <coughs> Figueredo is the first champion to headline two back-to-back -back UFC cards. That is true. Uh, Jones did fight uh, on like kind of like 20 something days notice for his championship after fighting Ryan Bader which is ridiculous by the way he right. like dominated Bader and then dominated and then Shogun like 20 and Bader was later. undefeated yeah <laughs> and Shogun had just won the championship and yeah, Shogun had just won the championship so um dominated, dominated. but the 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 Jones card was not a pay-per-view it was a fight card like fight night right so it is Figueredo is the first champion to do back-to-back -back, headline back-to-back pay-per-view events um, and, you know, obviously on 21 days notice is ridiculous. He also did get paid $50,000 by Dana yeah. <laughs> for a performance of the night, even though he didn't get it that night. But, you know, but uh, talking about this Blades-Lewis uh, fight, it was it was a good one. It was look, I was looking forward to it. Um, getting it off of this card, now this card is very lackluster, I would say. To say the Fucking least. Yeah, like uh, your main Smith event now. Ian Clark? Anthony Smith, gross. With Devin Clark, yeah. I mean Devin Clark. I'm sorry. And it's a five round fight now. It is a five round. They fight. want. They both wanted it to be a five round fight. How is it gonna look after three? I have no clue. I guarantee you, everyone will be asleep after the first. <laughs> that fight is gonna be. I think poop. this card is gonna do very bad. Like poor yeah. review, review wise, um, view wise. There's just no. Interest in yeah. it. I think that it, none of these fights do anything for any of their respective divisions, like in a in a in a in a monumental way. Um, and you know you were looking forward to the heavyweight fight. You you know you had at least somewhat of a idea that they could insert themselves somehow into the title pictures around you know amongst whatever's going on over there at heavyweight. But you know it, it's now without that it's you know you don't even get the 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 knockout, you know, slugfest chance that you could get with a Derek Lewis or the post-fight commentary that he has or anything like that. We got to wait yeah. for it now. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just, it takes everything away from and, him. I mean, what's this now? Anthony Smith's third main event fight this year? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Snuck into so this one. You, you already <laughs> sneak. He's the only <laughs> benefits out of it. Snuck into this one, you Is he going to go 0-3 this year? Hell yeah. Possibly. Nah, I don't know, man. I, look, Anthony Smith is a good guy and everything, but... His skill is not where uh, I guess his heart is, but I don't know. Well, to give context to everybody too, it is uh, we are recording this Saturday the twenty eighth, so we are recording this the day of the fight night. We're just recording this, you know, earlier in the day. Um, yeah, but for me, I really was only looking for the heavyweight fight. I got, I kind of wanted to see how Anthony Smith would look like, so I'll, I'll probably still catch it. And the only other one I wanted to see was Rachel Osovich because I wanted to see how she right. looked because she's coming off of two losses if i'm not mistaken exactly so i, I did want to see how she would look 
because um, there is a fear that she could get cut if she loses again because it could be three in a row. But I kind of doubt it, you know, because, you know, she's got the attraction thing. So and everybody is, is into her. So. But I guess the thing is, is that's where like some people might stand up and they'll have some commentary on it. And Dana might want to nix it. But I don't know. Who knows? It was, we'll Dana to, does what he wants. We'll have to see. You know, and she did have like. Uh, like, I thought that um, when she came back against Paige Van Zandt and well, she, she had her, a positive test. She's coming up with a positive test, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, she had a domestic uh, abuse issue. Right. Her, and I knew, like, right then, I was like, well, even if she loses to Van Zandt, she ain't going to get cut. Right. <laughs> They're not about to cut somebody that got beat up by her husband and stuff. They're not going to do that. Yeah. Dana, not that he knows better, but it, it would also be really fucked up. So, I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of want to see it. I. Ostevich, you know, to see how how this goes. Her opponent looks like she's pretty decent, so we'll have to see how that goes. But another breaking news that happened, you know, not with this fight card, but a card coming up right after. It's my boy. <laughs> Kevin Holland tested positive also for COVID. And uh, they're trying they try to stop him. They're trying to stop his momentum. He's 5-0 guys... in a year. <laughs> He's trying to get 6-0 and put Hermanson on his list. And, and, and top the year as fighter of the year. So and, and and they, they stopping him. They did, yeah. I mean, no. He caught COVID. They, they're not trying COVID to stop him. COVID is stopping him. Come on, man. But, this is uh, terrible. There's yeah. possible that a replacement would be the fighter fighting on the same card, which is Marvin Vittori. Marvin Vittori would be stepping in to fight Jack right. Hermanson. Which is interesting. That's very interesting. That is. Uh, her, I mean, uh, Vittori is the only fighter to take Izzy. Well, no, no, no. Sorry. Kelvin did it too, right? They took him to a split decision. Yeah. So, and a lot of people say that. Uh, was that it? No, I'm sorry. I, I got a fact check. Izzy was a UD. Yeah, I think he was UD with um, Kelvin. Kelvin. Yeah, with Kelvin? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, was a UD. With, with, but with Vittori, he did get a split decision win. There was a judge that scored it for Vittori. And I heard uh, there's a lot of people that, you know, say and claim that Vittori actually won the fight. So I'm sure Victoria is more than happy to try to step in. He was supposed to fight Jacare uh, next week. Okay. So obviously this is definitely a big a bigger step up for him in the sense of Hermanson is higher up on the scale. Oh, of course, of course. What do you guys think of that? Uh, if that matchup were to uh, pop up, Vittori versus a Hermanson for the main. It's event. a good opportunity for Vittori. Honestly, he if he gets the opportunity, he's to capitalize on it. Uh, Jacare is on the decline of his career right now. Uh, beating a Jockery doesn't really propel you anywhere, but beating uh, Hermanson now propels you into the say the top six of the division, top seven, per se. Like now you're looking to fight people, you know, that can get you to that title shot that you're looking for. Who knows? You had a split decision loss against Izzy. You beat Hermanson. You go on a three, four more fight win streak. Now you're calling Izzy again. You're right back at his door. Only problem with that is uh, Izzy's camp isn't too fond on rematches, so uh, we'll see how that ends up going. So Vittori is 13 right now in the rankings? Yep. Jacare's not even in the rankings. Nope, not at all. Look, this guy Marvin has to do something else. Today. And, like, if he beats Jack Hermanson, who's four, now he's looking at he can he, his next fight could be against a Darren Till, yeah. uh, Brunson, Yoel. That would that would uh, ascend him insane. Like he would jump yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, you know one thing that's worked against Marvin though is that no nobody's really been able to fight him. And then the fights that he has been able to be scheduled for, what for whatever reason they fall apart. It is true. That is true. Yeah. yeah I mean, the yeah. guy hasn't really seen action in how long? I mean, what was how long ago was his last fight? Uh, let's see when his last fight was. But I I do think that this is a, a bigger step up. I I think Victoria is is doing the smart thing. You know, hey. I'll fight him. Let's get it. Let's get at it. You know, uh, his last one was in June. June. 13th. And then before that, he didn't fight until 2019. October of 2019. Yeah. So I mean, it's a good good step in competition for him. I think he deserves it right now, especially you know. Doesn't even have a winner though. So where is that? What happened there? Oh yeah, he did win by submission in the first round. It was the I Calvillo card, which was right. not that good of a card either. But uh, but yeah, so he he only fought once this year. He fought in June. Before that, he hadn't fought till since October of twenty nineteen. So I mean, you know, 
his fight already with Jacare was gonna be a step up for him, even though you know he didn't. He's already in the rankings, and Jacare's not in the rankings. Yeah. Jacare is known, you know. Now, if he could step up and take a Jack Hermanson, who's number four, and he's able to beat him, like you said, Los, I, I agree. I think that he'd be able to like he could fight like a Costa next or a Darren Till, like you said, uh, uh, or Jared Cannoneers. His Cannoneers coming off of a loss and stuff. Yeah. And you could set it up that you maybe need just two more fights after this fight, and you get a title shot. As opposed to you beat Jacare, you might need four. The, the only issue <laughs> I'm seeing with the middleweight division right now is uh, kind of an issue that I kind of was thinking about the other day. Um, Izzy, <clears throat> if Izzy ends up moving up and not defending the belt, pulls a counter. It, yeah, it kind of, not pulls a counter, but kind of just pulls that log jam in the division. Same that's going to happen in heavyweight when John Jones moves up. Yeah, pulls a counter. Uh, it just pu- puts a log jam in the division. Like now, everything's kind of just halted on these, you know, per se super fights. And um, yeah, I've been listening to uh, Submission Radio. Uh, they do a great job. Uh, they had an interview with Eugene Behrman, uh, Israel Adesanya's head coach, and uh, his team seems very adamant that they aren't interested in rematches. So, assuming Izzy's still the champion at 185, you know, it's going to be hard for Vittori to call for the Adesanya fight, even if he goes on that three, four fight win streak, just because, you know, his camp, they're not interested in rematches. Like, they, they don't even want to give Whitaker a rematch. And, even less so if he wins that 205 yeah, belt. He, he's the clear number one contender at 185, and they're not. They, Eugene said it. Sorry for Robert, but he's not even on their scope. You know, like. I mean, I can understand because because of that issue where, where <clears throat> you know, you could kind of say that Izzy finished uh, Robert twice. You know, then. Yeah, one more second round, of that first round. Yeah, been he would have been done. And then obviously came out of the second round, and then he finished him there. Um, so I can see, you know, because of the dominant performance that Izzy put on with Robert, I can see why he's not too fan of a of a of a rematch. But that's but but the thing is, I th- feel like Izzy would kind of if Vittori were to go on a run, Izzy could be interested in him, and that might be the thing that could bring him back to one eighty five essentially. Could. depending on what happens with this. What? You know, the, the way I see it, not to interrupt you no, there, but good. the way I see it for Vittoria is, uh, in 185 anyways, and I feel this is for everybody, if you want that number one contender spot, the Reaper's waiting for you. Mm-hmm. And he's shown that outside of Izzy, he's still the best man in that division. Best 185 you know, He's yeah. a bad man. Yeah. I mean, the guy only has one loss in the division. That's to Izzy. <laughs> like the, yeah. We're talking about a man who went through 10 they rounds of Yolo Romero. Uh, they don't call him the Reaper for no reason, man. Like, that man lost a lot. Like, a good chunk of his life in those fights with uh, Yoel. Well, but think about this him. Is a, was, this is a man who went into that fight with, you know, uh, uh, an AR, you know, a, a bulletproof vest, a hand grenade, and a knife uh, against a tank. And, you know, won, two, you know, won ten, 10 rounds off of him, essentially. No, don't mention, he also won against a monster in Jared Cannonier. Like, he's another powerhouse. Yeah, he broke yeah. his hand. Or yeah. he broke his, what was his forearm, his wrist, his something arm. like that? Or his, his arm. arm. Whitaker yeah. almost finished them, too. Yeah, he almost had. Bro, the, when he face-planted, when, when Jared so. Cannonier face-planted, I thought he was over right there. I thought the reference was going to mm-hmm. happen. Not to, you know, sidetrack it and stuff, but... It, right. 185 has a big log jam going on, especially, you know. Expect like, to come. Right. Oh, yeah, especially if Whitaker just keeps just putting down these contenders. Yeah. There's to the point where you can't deny his tight, his rematch. And, you know, is he smart? You know, when you rematch somebody, it's not the same fight, you know. Izzy could pick him apart again, or it could be he could be in for he that five-round war. He knows Robert is dangerous, dude. He, he knows, knows he's he knows very he's dangerous. He caught Robert, you know, the perfect, perfect time. Twice, and, though. Yeah. And when it's twice perfect, yeah. it, ain't, it ain't luck. Oh, <laughs> I, that no, it's not luck. No way is luck, but I can tell you that that second fight is going to be different. I feel like Robert sure. learned. Right. And that fight, too, Robert wasn't trying to fight his fight. I think he was trying to fight like uh, might use Kelvin his wrestling did. a lot more. Definitely. Like, I think you saw, I think we all saw, he was trying to do the hop step like Kelvin did in that fight. So. So, since, since, um, obviously we're doing this on Saturday and, um, this fight, this tonight's fight card isn't done and, you know, next week's is still kind of like up in the air. We'll probably do the predictions if we can meet up again, maybe like later on in the week. But for now, I want to, I want to talk to you about, um, certain questions 
Um, so like maybe like the fans could get us a little bit, get to know us a little bit better, and just see like certain predictions that I could see. Um, first one, this is kind of like a, a weird one, but I want to see. I want to just ask you guys this question to see what you guys think. So obviously Peter Yan pulled out of his fight with Aljamain Sterling that was supposed to be for uh, this last pay per view, uh, fifty six two fifty six, um, and. Uh, reports are coming out that Peter Yan is targeting a February return, but TJ's Dillashaw suspension ends in January. So what do you guys think? Do you think that there is a possibility that TJ Dillashaw might, you know, jump uh, Aljamain Sterling to fight for the belt? Because if you remember, um, TJ was saying, I remember Los used to say this all the time, that TJ said that, his, his, that he was promised by the UFC that his first fight back would be a title fight. Yes, so did. what do you guys think? Do you think that there is a possibility that we could see a TJ Peter Yan fight in February as opposed to Aljamain? It's 100%. not right, but it's 100%. <laughs> Look, it's 100%. Day, this is how bro. I see it, okay? Aljamain, I'm sorry, Aljo, man. You're an amazing fighter and all that, man. But, uh, yo, you think they're going to do it? Really? I, think, I think it's not even a question. Wow. They, I think it's like, not even I a think question. TJ Dillashaw, the name... And then Peter Yan, the way they're trying to build him up is just that's just perfect. Yeah, that is true. Like, Al, uh, compared to Aljamain, TJ does have the bigger name and the bigger performances, essentially, uh, that people remember a little bit more. Um, I, I I feel bad for Aljamain though. That's a, that's, a, that's a tough they're, one. They're Tony and him. Yeah, and he said that too. He was like, "Yo, I feel like Tony Ferguson. Like, he's, I feel like the Tony Ferguson of this division." About to give him an interim belt or some bullshit for his next fight? Are they gonna Crazy. force him to try to take an interim belt? Some and man. watch him take that. It might might be the one guy that makes him lose. Because like when I first saw this, I was like, "Nah, they wouldn't do that." And I was thinking like, what they'll probably do is like have like TJ probably fight like Sanhagen on the undercard with him and be like, "Oh, you're the backup." I'm telling you, it's gonna be our joke. Sanhagen interim belt. Oh my god, <laughs> are you serious? Rematch or some shit. I think but he Al finished Joe him though, that's the thing. That. It was yeah. like, I, I yeah, like Aljamain, I saw the uh, Aljamain interview that he had with Ariel Hawani, and he was saying how, like, he feels like there's no one else that Aljamain could. Aljamain's like, there's no one else that can really fight. He's essentially fought everyone. He's like, I beat everybody except for Marlon, but Marlon is On down the decline, in the division. Right. He's like, the only person that can talk about a title fight right now. Is Sanhagen and I finished him. In and the he beat Marlon. I just I don't I don't know, man. But I mean, spectacularly, by the way, spinning spinning heel kick after he called out that he was like his orbital is broken. You remember that? I don't know if you heard that. Like in the middle of the fight, right before he finished, Sanhagen him, said that. Sanhagen was like he in the middle of the fight after he hit him with a oh, combination. Yeah, he was yeah, like his yeah, orbital's yeah. broken. Yeah. And then right before and right like five seconds after that, he throws the, the finishing spinning heel kick that lands him behind crazy. his head. Gets him. Blow. Finishes him. That's that shit was amazing. That would be insane. I mean, I can see what you're saying, though, because, you know, if, if this is true that he was promised a title, because that's a long time to delay a fight, right? Because, like, think about it. If it's just Visa, because I've heard everything from Visa issues to injury. And, like, even Aljamain's like, I don't know what's the real story. I don't know if it's Visa or I don't know if it's injury. It's TJ Dillashaw behind the scenes. <laughs> that's what it really is. <laughs> You're like, oh, right, it's the end of the year. I mean, Dillashaw's about to come back. He wants to kind of come back in February. Because I think, so I think it'll be enough time for I him to train. I think TJ's suspension is up like late January, like the 20-something, like 20s. Right, so they so targeted late sense. February. That is crazy. You know what I mean? and, and give Dillashaw a nice, what, six-week, seven-week training camp or so. Crazy. How crazy would it be if, you know, the UFC in their mind, they're thinking, you know, we're going to, Give Peter Yan TJ. That's another big name on his resume. You know, build this guy up, and then TJ comes in and he's like, it "You must have forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the man in this division." That's uh, and that's another phrase I'm gonna keep through the day. Y'all must have forgot. Look, I think Tyson's scared. Just real quick, just to touch on the Tyson, Tyson mm-hmm. and Roy Jones tonight. That's fine. Like, yo, I'm saying if Roy, jo- I mean, look, Roy Jones has been knocked the fuck out before. And Mike Tyson is the first person I think of when I think of someone to knock someone out. <laughs> I, I, I picture Mike Tyson, but I don't know, man. I think I think Roy might he might he might show people a little something. Y'all must have forgot, man. Y'all must have forgot. So T.J. Dillashaw, going back to that, I think definitely he could come in, swoop in, and and, and take that belt. But Peter Young's a beast, so it'll be tough. Yeah, that's uh, that'll be insane. 
Um, I want to ask you guys a um, couple questions now. Now that we talked about the Lewis Blades, we talked about the uh, the possible the possible movement of Jan uh, fighting in February um, in the TJ Dillashaw thing. So I want to I wanted to ask you guys this. I got I got two questions for you that I think are are, are we'd be able to kind of give the fans a little bit to not to know about us, but like a little bit better of our MMA knowledge. I want to know. What do you guys think is the most impressive championship performance you've seen in the UFC? I think I I, I, I think I know John's because he's talked to me about it uh, a couple times. Um, which the one I think the one that he's gonna bring up is the Cody Garbrandt performance up again uh, when he went up against Dominic Cruz. Um, at least from a challenger. At least from a challenger, yeah. I mean, it could be anybody. It could right. be a challenger. It could be champion. I guess you're saying like overall, just number one. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 like I'm throwing some That's out hard. there at you guys to see what tough. you guys think. There's Connor's performance for the first one that I think against Eddie Alvarez. Alvarez. That was fucking flawless, bro. Yeah, like, like I don't beauty. think and the showboating, bro. But like, I mean, I, I think that's where I think Cody took it to a different level, though. Like he was super showboating. For me, like I can't like yes, what 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 he did to Aldo was very impressive. But performance-wise, what he did to Eddie Alvarez, it, it surpasses that couple, knockout. Man. There's a couple. Like, I, I could definitely come up with How a about, few like, John Jones, you know, taking on Shogun Rua? Like, yeah. talk about flawless victory. You know, he had Shogun tapping out due to strikes. Strikes, for real. The man was the young, he was 23 <laughs> years man. old. He started the fight with a flying knee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Shogun's <laughs> health bar at the end of that sequence is just yeah. like he's like overwhelmed. Yeah, and, and he's like he like made Shogun. a grown man like Quit. Shogun, Who a champion, multiple belt. divisions, yeah. not even divisions. I'm sorry, multiple divisions and multiple promotions. I believe multiple divisions. That's no, no, multiple, multiple promotion. Definitely Shogun. multiple when promotion. Fired, like when they fight like in like Ryzen not Ryzen what was it Pride uh, Pride Pride. it was like kind of like open weight stuff. it was open weight right yeah, it was those a- were Grand Prix too right right true but you yeah, know John that performance man like he melted him it was crazy what about like I- I'm just throwing I'm spitballing something to you guys to see what you guys think um Joanna versus Carla Sparza right she which won she the won championship the belt. Right. off of her was a, was um Usman Woodley, where yeah, he, well, he, he was the first one to dominate, dominate Woodley. God. Um, Demetrius Johnson, Ray Borg, mm-hmm. when he did, you he know. Was a re- he, that was the, like, he had, like, what was it, 110 strikes to four through, hey, like, Max Holloway versus uh, Brian Ortega. Ortega. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. So, it's like, there's a lot of them that, that, that pop up in there. Um, I think what, what encapsulates all of that, though, I think it has to be a certain level of, like, everythingness to it it has to be a certain assertion of dominance it has to be maybe a little bit of unpredictability in it the um and and and, and, the, and i feel like it has to have a little dash showboating i want to throw one out there that maybe wouldn't have been in there but i think that that performance was incredible because of the, how this fighter showed heart um is izzy izzy's performance against kelvin gaslam is a crazy performance mm, right. you true. know where he was he was winning and then he got hurt and then you're like, what is happening? Yeah, the you know fight what? was what going back heart? and forth. Right. And then that fifth round where the the fifth round is about to start and Izzy comes and he mouths the words like, I'm ready to die. Like, right. I'm ready to die here. And he goes and almost finishes Kelvin. Multiple times. I think it should have been. But in that honestly. fifth round, at the fifth round, he almost finished him. And he dropped weird. him. The way he... Kelvin dropped that one time, I was like, ooh. And he collapsed right on like where he was standing. Yeah, it was Bad. I guess I, I, I want to throw out two that just came to my head that you just mentioned those. The first one, uh, he's on the screen himself. Those two Joey B fights, man, for Davis, Davis and Figueroa. Oh, man. Yeah, right. Yeah. The second fight Another was one. scary. Utter annihilation. Like, the first one, he just walked him down and finished him. Yeah. The second time, he, he just said, here, how about I choke you out this time and give you a new taste of I don't know if you guys have ever heard that at the end of that sequence because this was like one of the first few fights that were like, you know, in the, you know, post-COVID, mm. no crowd. Um, you could kind of hear when Joe B wakes up from the choke. He wakes up screaming. Oh, really? I did yeah, not know like, and it was, like to me, and I mean, the kind whole sequence when you, when you like see how the, you know, initially they streamed it, the, you know, they filmed it. 
um, you see the camera like you know in on the choke from the other side of the fence, and you just see Joe B's face like crushed and his eyes like kind of rolled behind his head. Yeah. And then when you think of him waking up screaming, I'm like just like God damn, that's, that's terrifying. Because that performance that was is terrifying. Insane. insane. The first one was crazy too, but I, I think the thing the thing that kind of watches it away is kind of like because Figueroa did miss weight. So it's like it's not really for a cha- like, he didn't win a championship mm-hmm. off that fight, but the second one, bro, so, it was then, even more devastating. The second performance that I uh, last year actually this time last year actually like a month from now last year, but uh, Kamaru Usman versus Kobe Covington that fight yeah that was a crazy fight and I'm a big Kobe fan uh, he's probably my favorite welterweight right now uh, but that fight was crazy there was adversity there I mean Kobe was putting the pace on him at some points granted referee stoppages at one point but they was a, they were they were banging with each other and to think two wrestlers that we thought were gonna try and out wrestle each a other not takedown yeah they just they went in there and they yeah. said look I hate you. I want to fight you. And they went all out there and they banged Launched each other up. Hey, man. and then Kobe, he won a round with a broken jaw. That's insane. Come on. Yeah. Toughness. Yeah. Toughness. And then Usman, he came back and finished him. Yeah. That fight was crazy. Uh, uh, TJ, Somebody's old win. There's a TJ. TJ's two performances against Henry Henry Burrell Burrell. Oh, the first were one. incredible. Yeah. Where he was he a huge underdog. Um. Uh, TJ's performance against Joe Soda was insane too Joe Soda took the fight on like two days notice though Mm -hmm. so I'm I'm not gonna blame Joe Soda too much but TJ in his heyday when he was a champion was was, his performance was insane how about Jose oh Mendez Mendez Uriah Hall or oh, not favorite. Uriah, Uriah uh, Faber. But that right. wasn't in the UFC. That was in uh, WBC. Still. Yeah. Them leg kicks were... Yo, his legs were like <laughs> He was on huge. crutches. You can yeah, look it up walk. on YouTube. He yeah. couldn't he walk, was, man. Talking about how bad it was. How about this one? Stipe versus uh, DC2. Yeah. That was a epic comeback. Show of that medal. Yeah. And championship heart. Come back. Finished him. DC was dominating that fight, man. Speaking of, uh, of DC, the DC fight with, with Gustafson was a very good fight, too. You know, I, I think really this conversation kind of, it, it, it touches that or walks that line of, like, just greatest championship fights ever. You yeah, know? I, I like that. You know I, mean? I think that's a good one. But that's why I say, I guess, to, to a certain extent, well, performance has to be like... I'm sorry, but if we're talking greatest championship fights ever, we cannot leave out Robbie Lawler, oh, no. Rory oh, McDonald. Rory McDonald, too. Yes. The second we cannot fight. Yeah, I was going to say those that. Fights I was going to say that. If we're going to talk about that. Bro, the split lip. So, yes. who's, so, who's, all right, so who's, who's the performance, though? Who, who does that distinction go to? Yeah, Robbie. 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 Okay. Because Robbie was getting... Robbie was hurt a couple times in that in that fight. Like he got caught with the head kick. Like I think it was the third round, and he was wobbly and stuff. And then he had the cut lip. And then I remember the beginning of the fifth. You remember the, remember the beginning of the fifth round? He spit. All, it was like, the end, was of, the end fourth. of the fourth. He right. spit, and he just stared. And that's at why each Big other. John's the greatest ref, uh, you know, in the business at the time because he just let him like be. He kind of yeah. just stood there, so they wouldn't, you know, nothing happened. But, you know, he saw that these two dogs just staring at each other, man. They're just... Fuck. Oh, that was the greatest right fight ever, that. bro. That right after so that. If you guys Robbie have never fights. heard Big John McCarthy on weighing in talk about that fight, go listen to it. Because he said those weren't those are two warriors fighting that day. But, bro, right after that fight, Robbie goes into another war with Carlos Condit. Yeah, oh, my so God. So, at the oh end, God. they're both, they're both on the yeah, fence on the right next to each other. Like, they were like, dude, Bro. exhausted. Robbie Lawler has been through wars after wars after You know, wars. I can't. Like, he had one of the greatest the title then. runs, I think, ever. Because he, he gave us nothing but bangers through those title fights. It's insane, man. Like, just the performance. He, he did a really good performance against Jimmy uh, 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 Jimmy Hendricks. Uh, Johnny Hendricks. Johnny, <laughs> Jimmy Hendricks. Yeah, Jamie <laughs> Hendricks is a great performer too, though. Don't yeah. forget that. I guess uh, Johnny Hendricks. Um, and th- that Robbie fight. It, I, it might be probably the greatest championship fight ever because of just it was insane. It was up in you know what's crazy yeah. too. It was on the same card as McGregor uh, 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 Mendes. Mendes, and that was another championship <laughs> performance because it was what an interim. And, and Aldo came and showed that he could fight a wrestler. He was cut McGregor. really bad for the first time. McGregor, that's what I said, right? Or he what said, yeah, Aldo. He said Aldo. Oh, did I say Aldo? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, McGregor did look good. He came back and, in that and second round. And he finished round. him, man. Ooh. He finished him with a beautiful left, man. Ooh, that thing was crazy. That card was amazing. That's There's actually, a lot of them. That's my favorite Conor fight. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Me too. 
Me was, too. And I think uh, Eddie Ivers. I, I just is, love the Eddie one because it was a flawless performance. Like, yeah, that was Connor flawless. got hit maybe three times in that fight. Maybe. Dude, and it's like maybe. there was zero, and it just looked like he it was just no insane because it just looked like damn, Connor's really this much ahead of this guy. And it was bad. It, it was just a, looked like ahead of the game in general, like at that point. It looked like everything was landing for him. The 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 final sequence with those four punches, bop, 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 everything landed. And yeah. it was bad. And the way Eddie fell, like just like this, and you're just like, oh. was, I think that was the fourth <laughs> knockdown of the fight. It was insane. What was about, uh, you got another one. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, John Jones has another performance. Alexander the two DC per fight. And the two DC. And, yo. Oh, right. Jones. But How God. did you get Jones? Because, come on, the the finishing head kick on DC, like, he was just dominating him the, the that second fight, and then just, like, he, he called the finish, and he did it, you know. And you kick. saw the game plan as he was doing yep. the fight. He set it up Bunch perfectly. Of low kicks. And then in the first fight, the he took an Olympic wrestler down. Oh, he took him down multiple uh, times, more times than DC took. Him. Yes, yeah, and it was for the first time in his yeah. career. He grinded it world. out. It yeah. got out of decision, just like DC usually does. He did. He, yeah, <laughs> DC suck it. I don't like DC. <laughs> uh, I want to give a shout out to Tony Ferguson to his interim performance against uh, uh, Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee. I was about to say Tony Lee again. Against <laughs> Kevin Lee was very good. Um, the way that like. Kevin Lee was kind of like very antsy at first, and like he like he might have won the first round. Then Ferguson just started running away with him, man, and yeah. it just shows like Ferguson. I really wanted to see this Ferguson Khabib fight. I gotta make this Ferguson connection. Ferguson is 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 special. He's such a special fighter. The dude Gaethje. has no quit in him, bro. Exactly. That was gonna be my next one. Gaethje versus Tony. Amazing performance. Amazing performance by Justin Gaethje. He dominate the, the guy on scary short guy. notice and everything. I just think that that. Tony was just, you know, debilitated by the two weight cuts, and I don't, I, I said it. He shouldn't have taken taken this fight. He should have just waited for Khabib. We could have seen him fight last month, and then Khabib would either retired. I would have got his lost. first <laughs> first loss. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, can't complain. We got we got a great fight coming up with Charles Oliveira and Tony. I I'm so excited for that fight. But another question I got for you guys. This is a this is a pretty cool one that that I I. Uh, I kind of saw around, but I, I wanted to ask you guys if you were able to kind of see the future, who do you envision is like a possible future champion that is in the UFC right now? It could be somebody that everyone expects, and it could be somebody that no one completely like either knows. It could be somebody coming up, but I want to know like, what do you guys think? Like, what do you think is a good prediction for a future UFC champion. Obviously, the people thrown around are like uh, Zabit. A lot of people think Zabit could be a, a future champion. Um, Calvin Cater could be a future champion, stuff like that. Um, so I wanted to see what you guys think. If the, if, is there anybody you think could be a future champion that's in the UFC or coming up? I think the first one that comes into my mind that I realistically think will be, who isn't a current champ right now, I should say. Yes, yes. Um... <clears throat> Is Brian Ortega? Yeah, I think he's gonna be the, he that title's gonna change. That's uh, acceptable. Even he's not a champion. He is gonna fight for a championship. He's That's gonna fight. I'm cool with that. But I think he's gonna be a champion. I think he'll take that belt somehow. That's fair. I like that. That's my initial guy. Um, on the prospect side, I don't know, man, because I feel like the champions right now are so dominant in every division that it's gonna take some pretty. Herculo, you know, Herculean effort to try to um, dethrone these guys. Off the top, um, for me, uh, he's not fighting for a title anytime soon. But I've been saying it all podcast. My guy, Kobe Covington. <laughs> I think he's uh, outside of Usman, who's like the. Well, do you count that he's an interim champ? That he's been an interim champ, or do you mean like a, I, I'll be accept it because I think undisputed that it would be you know, gotta be undisputed. Yeah, right. you can okay. even say a Tony Ferguson if you wanted to. You know, yeah. it's just like you know, undisputed champion. I think uh, Kobe cool. Covington. Um, yeah, he's my favorite welterweight. I think he's gonna just grab the belt. I don't know how long he'll defend it for, but I feel like he will be a, a UFC champion one day. Um, 
another one's tough, man. I, I, it's really tough for me to pick. I really, you know, right I gotta. Uh, so the current chance. You know, honestly, I got a, I got a weird one for you that maybe would you might have not thought, but at one fifty five, I really like uh, Diego Fajeda. I think he's very dangerous. That's the guy you don't want to go on the ground with, and he's huge for that division. He's There's a not a lot of people who call dude. out him. You know, they don't call him out. They're like, hey, I want to fight Diego. You know, and I and I know a lot of people um, are really big on. Um, I like Zabit and stuff like that, um, but I don't know. Uh, not not Zabit, sorry, Islam. But I, I just don't think that Zabit, uh, Islam has like kind of the same skill set that a Khabib would have. So I don't think Islam would be able to be a champion in that division. You know, actually, I'm gonna give you guys another one in the same division, welterweight division, Rocky. Leon okay. Edwards. Okay. I think I like that one. I okay. think uh honestly I think he's gonna put a working on uh Chimaev. I think he's gonna show that you know he's number three for a reason and Chimaev is still a prospect. And then you know, I think um believe it or not, I think Jorge doesn't want to fight Edwards. I think uh it's a perfect fight in the form of they match up with each other very well on the stand-up. I think Jorge's stand-up is a lot better. I don't see that fight going on the ground, but I see Edwards just grinding out a five-round decision against Masvidal. I I think he's skilled enough to avoid the power against them. And then, you know, I think he, he, him and Kobe, you know, I think he can take Kobe as well. Even though Kobe's my guy. I I think Jorge and Kobe both have better ground games than Leon. They do like clearly, hundred percent. So, which is why I feel like I, don't, I mean, I don't see. Uh, I don't Jorge see how he, he can. Ground, I don't know. He could probably hang on the feet with Kobe, maybe. But I don't even not think Jorge. that. Not at all. But I don't I even think, think he, that. I think he's with... gonna surprise you guys. We'll see. I got, interesting. I got but. two. I got two. Uh, I got two for you too. I want to see your opinion on these two. Uh, somebody I forgot about that everyone's really high on. Sean O'Malley. You think Sean O'Malley could be a potential champion of one thirty-five? 135 or 145. He's got a big frame. Oh, no. Sugar Sean? He's not ranked. He was ranked, but he's not ranked. You know? Yeah, but I'm saying, fine. like, a future champion. Do you think that... Sugar you know, Sean, yeah. Sugar Sean could be a future champion in either 135 <sighs> or He's going to have to fight the right type of people in that division <laughs> for it to happen. Because I feel there's a lot of people that can give him a lot of problems. I mean, look. Marlon Vera was ranked 15th. He just lost to him. And that's because he wasn't ranked before. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? They, okay, maybe he could fight someone like a Cody Stamen. Stamen? Or, what, Stamen? Stamen? Stamen. Stamen. Yeah. And, you know, he could probably beat him. And then he'll fight someone like a Dominic Cruz and, and outwork him. But maybe he won't fight a Rafael Sunsau because he might give him some trouble. I think the biggest thing with, with Sean is we need to make sure he's healthy. He's, it's already yeah. been two fights already in his UFC career that he's had, you know, leg injuries. Right. These off, guys you are... know, off a kick. So it's like... Rob right, Font could probably give him some trouble. Let's see what's going to happen. Because, like, uh, you know... If there's a fighter like an Alex Perez that tries to kick this dude, you know, you can finish a fight via TKO like that. Who are you gonna say? I, I'm very high on this guy, but you know he wears the the uh, the camo uh, shorts. Oh, uh, Bryce Mitchell. Exactly. Bryce Mitchell, yeah. bro. Think Bryce he Mitchell. Be a champion? Bryce Mitchell yeah. will work. Yeah, he's a prospect work. right now. He he's is. still got to work on his cardio, but on the ground. He might be better than everybody in that division, man. Like I got, a, I got another one for you. I want to see what you guys think of this one. If I can find her. If this is the women's ranking. division, it's not gonna happen. It is women's <laughs> division. It is women's division. It ain't gonna happen until I mean, they whoever retires strawweight. Yeah, maybe. Where is she? Who are you looking at? I'll tell you guys now. I don't want to spoil it real quick, but she's not in the. Apparently, she's not in the ranking. She definitely should be. Uh, but I got a Tati- Tatiana Suarez. That's what Tatiana Suarez. She's a one fifteener. Interesting. I like I like Tatiana Suarez. She's big. She's big for the division for one fifteen. Uh, uh, what's it called? Division uh division state wrestler, state division wrestler. And uh, yeah, her hands are not that bad. I think she could possibly be a future champion. Yeah. I think we'll she could be a champion. They call her the female Khabib. <laughs> interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, I would like. I would like to see her. If she were to go to one twenty five, I think it would be better for her. But 
That's we'll, an interesting one. We'll have to see. We'll have to see how it goes. Uh, for 125, 135, I think, uh, you know. I'll give you. We talked about it last time. 185, the number five ranked guy is a future champion. Yoel? What? Oh, no, I'm sorry, not 185. 205, I'm sorry. I said 185. Oh, yeah, this is your boy, Yuri. Yuri Porchazanka. Porchaska. Porchaska. See, I don't even know how to say his name. Have you ever seen him fight, Lowe's? That man is. I'll show you the fight right now, bro. That is wild. Here, I'll, I'll pop it up on here, actually, for you. Yuri. Yeah, bro, he is—he's wild. That dude is wild. Who did he fight? Vulcan, right? Yeah, he fought Vulcan. Yeah, old, old man. Yeah, this was a a pretty crazy fight. Is, whoa, 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 come whoa, on! Whoa. Yeah, Peter, right here putting—he <laughs> <laughs> put some UFC game on, man. <laughs> they got a prediction. <laughs> He's a big guy, man. Hey, he's around Ozemir's size, but he's a little just. Yeah, he's a he's a pretty wild guy. guy. Oh, wait, I did see him fight. Yeah, look at he, this he's guy. weird. Yeah, like, he yeah, likes yeah, to yeah. slap you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did get tagged a couple times by Vulcan, but no, I did see this fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's wild. He is a wild dude. Oh, you think he could be possible? Did you see I that? He not... like he threw his head at the punch. <laughs> to, to, so it could land on the top of his head. Yeah, land on the top of the head is definitely better. So you think he could be like a oh look he got tagged there, <laughs> <He got> tagged. <laughs> but that's what he gets. You know why? He was looking away. Yeah, he was he was like looking this way to the left, and he you know Ozemir was to his right. I will say this, man, John, your track record at two hundred five on predicting uh, future future champions and contenders Ooh. isn't too good. No, but this this guy, I mean. Remember, John Jones is not in the equation anymore. Right. It's you're talking about. Uh, I like looking. I, I do remember this fight and looking at him fight. He's too wild for me. I think. He is. And like once he Hands fights down. somebody, yeah. Once he fights somebody more technical, or you say like, um, oh, 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 box oh, 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 I think that's calculated. I know I know he kind of fights like that, but it, it, it is calculated against Ozdemir. Ozdemir rocked him, but I mean he rocks anyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and he he survived and and you know, he's just a wild guy Very at that wild. division. I kind of, he reminds me of like a wilder Johnny Walker. But I feel like that's what, you know, he could probably be like a, a Jan Blahovic like that. If if Jan is still the champion, maybe that's the style he I mean, Thiago be Santos beat um, yeah, uh, and, uh, and he's a wide, he's wild, too. wide yeah, hook yeah. throw puncher. So you know I, and I mean? that's the thing, cause you gotta. Yeah, I, but I feel when, like when he keep... beat when he beat um when he beat Blahovic, he called him what a technical strike. Like I don't know if you guys. I mean, he's a kickboxer. Step... He's a, he's a well, yeah, actually, right. he was like going back. Yeah, Tiago was going back, and Jan, and Jan was just kind of reckless. Of just he was just charging. yeah, he was just charging. With, left his hand, left himself open. Boom! Right there, the same way Reyes be catching people, but. Yeah, that drop back. Just, but I, I'm saying this guy's very capable of, and and he and he's is, and if he zones in, if he zones in, I think enough when he realizes like, all right, these guys are really good. Like this is a championship fight. He if he hones those, if he, if he reins that in, his skill set is it could be dangerous. It's it's very dangerous for him. I anyone. think it's I think it's possible just because of uh, the the fact that John Jones is not in the division. Anymore. Right. Speaking about John Jones, he's a future champion, man. <laughs> Heavyweight yeah, God coming I got one more for that's you. Fair. I actually came up with this question randomly, but you know, I I do want to see this. Can we agree that Pitbull, you know, the the, the younger Pitbull brother, yes, right. the forty five champion. He was also the fifty five champion. Can we get him into the UFC, please? I need He's to see good. him in the UFC. It's gonna be tough, man, to get him out of Bellator right now. I need to see him in the UFC. He claims that he could beat. Alexander Volkanovsky. He said he, he can. could beat uh, Khabib. No. He was no. He's absolutely. He, <laughs> Fortunately, that's a fight no. we're never going to see. I mean, Khabib wouldn't want it. He's he's he know he annihilate him. Are you kidding me? <laughs> he's a one forty five er trying to come up to Khabib. Khabib cuts to one fifty five, yeah. and he's huge. And no one can handle him. If I just if guys that, in his division are saying he's he feels like he's two weight classes heavier, what is that gonna feel to him? <laughs> yeah, I remember Luke said that he's like, bro, I've never felt a, a lightweight like 
could be yeah like Luke's a rock, tool fire he's a fucking chiseled out of stone that guy you yeah. know what I mean and he's 185er and he's definitely a tool fiber cutting yeah I feel uh Pitbull unfortunately uh think he's gonna get paid by Bellator every single time right yeah, they, they they're gonna keep, keep him yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't think sure. they're he's he's one of those people that Bellator needs to keep their honestly I think he's the greatest Bellator champion like the only other people that you know, get in consideration is like Chandler but this dude he beat Chandler he you know he knocked him out he became a double champion 45 55 and now Bader. he's fighting yeah Bader too uh but Bader just lost one of his belts right at 205 um, yeah, but uh, what he I'm got saying, finished too, right? he did, yeah. Um, but what I'm saying about Pitbull is like Pitbull's now in a tournament to fight for his own championship. Like he's like, I'll defend my belt. Like Bader won the championship in the in the uh, the contest. This dude's like, fuck it, I'll defend my belt, bro. There, right? And now he's gonna fight. Uh, they're 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 in the semifinals right now, and I really, really need to see AJ McKee go up against uh, Patricio Pitbull. I need to see that fight. McKee is undefeated. Did you guys see that submission yes. I sent you? Mm-hmm. Yes. I do not understand. Like, that submission was, it was like a neck crank, but it was like but, weird because, like, he kind of, like, it didn't look like it was going to happen. Because, like, even, like, John McCarthy and everybody was, like, surprised. They're like, wait, what? He just tapped? They're like, what? Hey, man, pressure, man. Sometimes when when a certain grappler gets you, man, their, their grip is different. Yeah. Just different. Brian Ortega has that same effect on people. Like, when once he wraps something up on you, it's over, man. But it's crazy because he's not really a jujitsu guy. No, right. But it's just yeah. the strength sometimes. You know, some yeah. guys are just that strong. But I I want to see that fight. I want to see McKee go up against uh, Pitbull. I think that they've been hyping it up. That's the, the matchup that they've wanted since the beginning. And luckily, neither fighter has lost so far. So and and did you see what Pitbull did to uh, TJ's boy? Like, oh right, the train, the trains were yeah, 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 yeah. Like he knocked him out, silly. Hey man, it was bad. EPO, EPO, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but Pitbull, yeah, resi- Pitbull knocked him out, silly. Pitbull is a beast. I need to see Pitbull in the UFC. I would like to see McKee in the UFC too, but obviously they're gonna fight first. But I think Pitbull is 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 Bellator's best champion. He goes one forty five or one fifty five. He's one forty five. He's got a way to go, though. I will say that about Bellator, man. They have some good some good fighters in their lighter divisions that could pose threats, you know, in the UFC. Like, now we're going to get to see how Chandler's going to do in 155. Granted, Khabib isn't there anymore, and we know that Khabib is, you know, the GOAT in that division. Yeah. But, you know, what what happens if Chandler comes in and now he just, he, he takes the belt. He's the next He dominates champion. everybody. Could be. We'll see uh, how that goes. Kind of just puts that nod to Bellator champions. Like, you know, what if Pitbull now comes in? Speaking honestly, of leg kicks, he's another one that lost the fight due to leg kicks. Speaking of, you know, the O'Malley thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, talking about Chandler, Chandler has said that he is in fight camp and he's going to be fighting possibly in January. And the supposed matchup, from what I'm seeing, is Justin Gaethje. Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler. Sure. Dan to Hooker, be expected. Dan Hooker did say that he did not want to fight uh, Chandler. He wanted to fight Gaethje. Like, he said that that was like a, he wanted to fight Gaethje. You're like, oh, I recall I Dustin Gaethje and stuff. I recall Dustin at the end of their fight. I guess they still had like a little, a little, a little tension after the fact. Um, I remember Dustin walking up to him. He was like, uh, he was like, and you want to fight Gaethje next? Uh, you, know, you know, after right, after he beat him and stuff. So, um, and he was just like, uh, you know, and I guess Hooker took exception to that, so he got in his face a little bit, and uh, you know, he kind of pushed him back, and he <laughs> Dustin told him to keep working. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dustin's a savage, bro. <laughs> I mean, Dustin is a savage, man. Like street is savage, man. So last thing on this uh, combat sports talk, I wanted to ask you guys: Is there a specific reason why yes. that? Is there a specific reason why boxing is not really? I feel like it's not as appealing as as MMA. I've seen this 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 thing now. Granted, I don't think this is uh. I think with boxing, this counts all the channels. So I saw I saw this post that said all the champions in uh, boxing compared to the UFC. So obviously, the UFC has twelve champions. Boxing has a hundred and seventy different champions. Yes. 
And I feel like that might be a reasoning into why. Because then you go, you're like, he's the WBC junior middleweight, ECW <laughs> middleweight. And it's like, the all these ECW different... <laughs> <laughs> it's like all these promotions. And you're just like, bro, what? Like, I don't understand what's what. Like, So, you know what happens is that, like, you know, boxing is like blue blood money in a way. Like, they got their royalty when it comes to combat sports Mm -hmm. so they they build a foundation off of like you know just having all these division champs like Manny Pacquiao was one of I I think he might still be the only eight division (laughs) world champ which is ridiculous you imagine anyone in the UFC ever being an eight division champ no because I don't even think there's eight men divisions (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean like what is there there's a you know what whatever but like you know there's he'd have to fly he might have to fight flyweight bantamweight featherweight Lightweight, uh, uh, welterweight, uh, middleweight, yeah. light heavy, and then heavy. Yeah, it's eight. Literally eight div- all the men <laughs> division in the UFC. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> so Manny Pacquiao was an eight division champion. Yeah. Right. So that's what stood out about his legacy, and it's I guess because you know what in boxing there is such a, a limited rule set. It is your hands that. A certain weight cut and a certain, but their weight weights are class. a little different too. Yeah, it's not like Walter weight is one fifty five. Uh huh. So Canelo's a Walter weight. Mm-hmm. So him and Masvidal essentially could fight, or you know he he ends in that range, like he's in mm-hmm. in those divisions. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry, sorry. Canelo started at one. He's he's heavier now. He's definitely more like uh, like around the one seventy range, probably. Yeah, whatever. I think boxing is like one sixty nine or one sixty eight or something, something like, like that. But like that's I forget <laughs> what they call that division. It's um it's heavier than welterweight. Uh, it might be light. I'll tell you, it like guys, m- might be middleweight, something like I'm that. Not but the biggest boxing fan. And I love boxing though. I'm not. I think I think boxing fan. right now is actually having a slight rejuvenation and talent like at top of the top where like there's a lot of conversation happening like Vasily Lomachenko who I thought before you know his fight before Teo Fimo Lopez was the best boxer in the world you know what I mean um, right behind him would have been Terrence Crawford if you would have asked me then but since then since his loss it's only right Terrence Crawford is the best boxer in the world and he's proven since and after because he's fought his last performance and he dominated this man uh, Kel Brooks um, and and to, to to show that, and he he's looking for the big name. He wants to fight a Manny Pacquiao. He wants to fight these guys that um, have you know the the name and notoriety. And and I feel like that's that's something in boxing where like I feel like they have a lot of people who come up and 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 they they can fight these bigger names and they can create these super fights right now than they recently have. But I'm just really getting right back into it right now. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, just... I'm not a big fan of boxing or nothing. I, I just, like, I got, like, I'm starting to get into it and stuff. I saw the Teofimo win over Lomachenko. And he's a stud, the, too. T- I saw the Terrence Crawford Gervonta Davis. Um, yeah, I saw the Gervonta Davis. Like, Ryan crazy. Garcia is out there. Mm, yeah. Like, you know, you have a lot of young talent there that you guys see on socials and stuff but like that. But what it like, sounds like from, from an MMA perspective, like, it kind of makes it seem like maybe the way it works is, like, there's all these great fighters. There's like, you know, like, let's say like there's Israel Adesanya, there's John Jones, there's Daniel Cormier, there's Stipe Miocic, all these guys that could potentially, let's say, fight each other, right? But they're scattered around. It's like, this guy's in the UFC, this guy's in Bellator, this one's in 1FC, and this one's in uh, well, LFA. It's the same say. way in boxing? Yeah, no, that's why I'm, that, I'm, I'm telling you in, in, in MMA oh, from terms a, how okay, I feel. Right, right, okay. What I feel, though, is like, is like somebody from what I see from people like online and stuff, they're like, yo, uh, let's say like like I'm gonna keep it an MMA terms. Yo, Izzy's the best, man. And then some people are just like, bro, he's fighting trash cans. Let him come to Bellator and fight, you know, Stipe and watch what's gonna happen. Cause Stipe's fighting killers and stuff like that. And I feel like there's more things like that, as opposed to like in MMA, it's like if you want to fight for the best promotion, you obviously fight in the UFC. Yes, there are really good fighters in Bellator. There's really good fighters in one. But everyone's goal is to go to, to UFC, the UFC essentially. essentially. Yeah, and, and I feel like boxing doesn't have that. Or it's like, hey, this is the, the this zone is a, this, where the best fighters fight. This is this is a pro con in in a way because in an MMA community, everyone also defends that the opposite way when they say. 
hey, there's a bunch of other guys everywhere else too. You know, mm-hmm. UFC isn't everyone you know in the world that's the toughest and all this other stuff. True. And then in boxing, it's kind of the same way, but in reverse, it's more so like, oh, you know, oh, they they're fighting a bunch of no ones over there, but you know, uh, uh, you know, such and such fights for you know. Um, Bob Erm and and because he, he fights for Bob Erm, Bob Erm doesn't want to f- set up a fight with Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao is under Golden Boy. Golden Boy wants to yeah, do their own it thing. It just feels so complicated, you know I mean? right? So. And and they have their own list of fighters under their own promotion that they you know is the the, the guys that next guys, up and stuff. So I think you guys definitely hit it on the nail with um like the multiple promotions and the multiple weight classes because that's still honestly one of the biggest reasons I haven't gotten into boxing is I just don't know where to start. Yeah. Um, Another thing that, like, I think we now, like, growing up, you know, we kind of established, like, WWE is, like, fake. It's pre-scripted scripted and scripted stuff. With boxing, it's it's real in a sense, but, like, we all, know, we all know now that, like, Something fighters get fixed. paid. So, sometimes some fighters get paid to take a loss, and, you know, that's the judging uh, in boxing is really skewered in, in the sense where, like, judges can even get paid and... Like with me, the last time I've watched a boxing fight was that um, the Terrence Crawford fight, and the fight right before that I can't oh think of the guy's gosh, name. The eye poke, the eye poke, yeah, yeah, yeah. that bullshit. Come on, guys. Was like, it the headbutt? What was it? No, the, the, the eye, eye poke. poke. Oh, they said it was a headbutt. Yeah, but they replayed it. It was no fucking headbutt. No. Yeah, that was look, look. And it's just stuff like that that just like has always deterred me in boxing. Um, and what they took them like thirty something minutes to. Oh, it took forever for, for, to, for them to, to call a no contest on something that like like us as viewers saw clear. no headbutt. Like it was clear as day. And if there punch. was anything that was a headbutt, it was even to the other side of the yes. guy's head. Mm-hmm. It was had nothing to do with the guy's eye. Like I just boxing to me is now a sport. That, like, people want to see it for the name and for the money. And, like, people like Terrence Crawford, Ryan Garcia, Tank Davis, those are the name. Those are the people that gotta bring boxing back to the spotlight because, unfortunately, Dana White has done such a good job, man, that, like, they are now getting more notoriety. And don't be surprised if, like, what a couple first, years it's a flip. So, one of the first sports to come back during this COVID thing. You know, one of the first ones. So I'm going to tell you guys like a brief little history that goes back to an important fight that I, either, I, it, I reminds me of my boxing growing up. I, my infatuation with combat sports started with boxing because my family would watch and gather and fight the Mexican fighters. I'm half Dominican. Oh, I'm sorry. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not, I have a Dominican stepdad growing up, but like. Uh, I'm half Puerto Rican and half Mexican, so obviously uh, Mexicans are, are they love boxing and and so do Puerto Ricans. Um, so I, we would watch Del Hoyo fights and we would watch uh, Chavez and and all these other guys and and we would watch uh, Felix Trinidad and Cotto fights. So my infatuation with combat sports started with boxing, um, and one of the important fights that I remember growing up watching uh, was in '07 and. Uh, it was Floyd versus De La Hoya. And we watched the fight, and it was a really good, close fight. You know, um, De La Hoya showed out. You know, I thought he won the majority of the fight. Um, Floyd took over late in the round, so that probably stayed with the judges more and whatnot. So, obviously, they gave it to Floyd. But um, I I kind of recall it, and I just recently went back to the fight, and I actually was surprised about how important that moment was for boxing because... It was one of their biggest draws ever at the time. And I think it might have been the biggest draw ever at the time. Because Mayweather had just recently bought himself out of his own contract, out of Bob Arum. So he started his own promotion, Mm -hmm. which is now we know TMT. Mm -hmm. Um, And that started his whole Money Mayweather kind of persona where he became about the money, the big fights and all that stuff. Um, and De La Oya essentially took the same blueprint when he became Golden Boy, mm-hmm. Golden Boy Promotions, and he was in his own his own promotion. So this fight drew wild money because it was under their own promotions, and they were their own yes. fighters. So this is the first time HBO actually started the twenty four seven series too. Oh which, wow! <laughs> which is kind of like the UFC and embedded, if you guys yeah. you know the countdown or whatnot, if you will. Um, 
and it, it laid that blueprint and they invested so much money into it and it drew so much money and it was so big for them because at the end of the promotion they were talking about it when they were wrapping it up post fight they were talking about how this was the peak of boxing um, two big names in a great fight and it's not two guys in some cage uh, wrestling and whatnot and all this other stuff and how people are like you know, and they were just concerned about drawing the casual fans back in the boxing with this one fight because they were starting to scatter and go towards mixed martial arts. And that was actually a, a topic of conversation for them at the end of the broadcast. And they were all trying to take their shots, you know, Teddy Atlas and all of them were all taking their shots shitting on uh, MMA and the UFC. And the only person that was logical in all that was actually Max Kellerman. He was actually on there. And he was just saying, he was like, well, I don't think, necessarily that MMA is going to go anywhere I think they're if anything they're going to get more popular and you know they're just they're, there's very high level talent at their respective sport that involves a whole different skill set than boxing does mm -hmm. this is the highest at ours and people still are drawn to this because this proves it you know they did all this and you know drew all this money but this was 07 we're talking about and, and the UFC's prominence back then mm -hmm. to see how it grew now it's like we saw we saw this coming, mm -hmm. we saw this coming, and and that's where that big money fight so, idea came into collective as a in in combat sports. The idea came into the UFC as well. They started putting out big fights before mm -hmm. we, we called it big money. To fights, elaborate you know, on we, your off point, of that. To elaborate on your point, um, back in like when we were younger, um, I'm Dominican and like I have a Mexican stepdad. And uh, we grew up watching boxing fights, too. But I think the, the issue now is that the boxers don't have the notoriety that, like, a Manny Pacquiao did worldwide or a Oscar de la Hoya. Felix their name, any of these guys. Or even right? a Floyd Money Mayweather. Like, their yeah. names don't hold as much weight as, you know, a Terrence Crawford. And the problem with boxing now is that in the MMA community... We have names like Israel Adesanya and Conor McGregor that are pulling John Jones. John Jones that are you know they're pulling the if not the same amount of views if not yeah. more that should be paid. Some of them are almost household names now. Right, that's mm -hmm. essentially what we're going at, and it's like that's the thing. Like boxing doesn't have these like household names anymore. Uh, outside of a look certain at, few. Look at a, a Khabib Nurmagomedov. Oh, Khabib's definitely a household name. Which there. is yeah. crazy. Like, think of, like, look, you know, think of American terms and, and think of, like, just saying that name as a household name now. Khabib <laughs> Nurmagomedov. The yeah. Nurmagomedov like, name now is legendary in the combat sports. Oh, absolutely. World. You get what that I'm saying? That is crazy, like, though, yeah. If I anyone knows combat sports, like, you know that name. And yeah. it's, you know, it's not just some crazy name that, like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> no, 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 you know, we lost the guy that fights bears. Yeah, the guy that fights bears. The guys that would. This guy that fucked up Connor. Yeah, the guy that fucked up your boy that everyone loves. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I want to fight your number one guy. I want to fight your boy. <laughs> your number one chicken. chicken. Come on, yeah. he's the guy who called him chicken. Like, and it's then, crazy. like, even, even, like, the Hall of Famers in the UFC, Chuck Liddell's now, you know, a notorious name household name Iceman just the mohawk look you know like he's the one who brought that out you know like made it swinging and banging yeah Anderson Silva's always Anderson oh, Silva Spider. George St. Pierre GSP uh, yeah. these are names of like the common MMA fan knows you know yeah. like so you know it's just a transition period I think uh, that that's gonna take place over a couple of years but you know boxing and, and, and MMA's already mixing Conor mm -hmm. crossed over and fought also, Floyd um, it's not out. It's not ever, never out of the realm of possibility for him to dip back into. It. He's already talking about mm -hmm. fighting Man Manny Pacquiao, but even in the future with other guys who are brave and brash and bold enough, mm -hmm. or even boxers that are finally bold enough to be like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go in MMA and fight an MMA guy." You also, could try to take me down, throw kicks, another, and I'll, but I'll box you. Another thing you. is too, like I think us as like the new generation, we don't care about just you know throwing hands and just like standing and banging. You know what I mean, like. We're gonna take it to where we're better at, you know. Like if if we're the more interested guys, in know. seeing, you know, somebody standing banging, then you know, out of nowhere, we see an armbar get thrown, or you know, a triangle choke, or a takedown, and somebody's get ground and pounded. You know, like it's just all these different elements of fighting that boxing has never brought to us. That MMA is just showing us, and how enthusiastic can that be? You know, like an Anthony Pettis jumping off the cage, kick to. Um, 
uh, what's his name? Benson, uh, Benson Henderson. Yeah. And uh, stuff like that that, you know, you would have never gotten in boxing. In boxing, I think it's these, you know, right hook, left, left hook combos that, you know, we've seen through the ages that, you know, either get crisper, faster, and cleaner. And you're like, whoa, in MMA, we're showing us something completely different. And Edson Barbosa spinning heel kick, you know, stuff like that that just, like, captivates our eyes. And then you get wars, you know, like we mentioned that Robbie Lawler, Rory McDonald, you know, like, the MMA, Dana White, um, they just, they're hitting it, and right now they're skyrocketing. And like I said earlier, I think they're going to be the next, like, the money that boxing is making and soon going to be in the UFC. I hope, especially with this Venom promotion that they're going to have. But, you know, I mean, apart, apart from that, you know what, my last piece on boxing, what I will say, because, I, look, I'm following, I've always loved boxing. And, and like I said, I wouldn't be into combat sports in general if it wasn't for boxing. Um, so I'll always tip my hat. It is the sweet science, and they call it that for a reason, though. Um, you know, when you just really just get to sit down and, and, and rewatch old fights and, you know, maybe sit down and watch, you know, these newer guys <clears throat> watch their old fights, you appreciate how how much skill it takes for you to be the best in boxing and and how to use your hands masterful. These guys are masters with their mm-hmm. hands. Like, take the best boxer in UFC, they're not better than no the way. best boxer. Not, and it won't be close. No way. You know what I mean? These guys do this from kids, essentially. But most I'll say, like, you implement it kicking... Right, and that's that an interesting perspective. Up. Right, and, and and this is why I said it's it was always it was always interesting to see when you know a boxer would talk trash to an MMA fighter, I guess, and tell them ah they don't know what you know that's some bullshit that they doing over there, fucking wrestling and shit. I mean, like, like you know, even but, then, like boxing strength, in my opinion, like Mayweather versus McGregor, like his strength in that fight was his cardio. He can go the full twelve round. He can you know throw twelve rounds worth of punches and keep going and you know granted his defense was always you know legendary but you know but you Connor know funny gassed about that? in that but like, you know what's funny he was about clearly that gassed in the seventh or what, what was he finished the, the seventh round? tenth tenth like he was clearly like gassed in those rounds and I feel like if you put a boxer in the octagon and say like he doesn't get finished but you just just wrestle him wrestle. I mean yeah, I bet be you three gassed. third round into that five round fight he is gassed as if he just fought a twelve round fight. No, boxing. no, for sure. And, and, you know, you're taking out of your element, essentially. But what I, I find interesting about that particular fight or, or boxing match or exhibition, if you will, for Floyd, because Floyd didn't fight like he normally does. Mm-hmm. He didn't fear Connor at all. At Floyd all. was walking into his punches because he didn't fear the power coming back, whether it was the first round, whether it was the ninth round. Yeah. He just he didn't fight like a Floyd fight. He would have made him look stupid, but he didn't. I mean, he made him look stupid, anyways. <laughs> but no, he, he he fought. But that's the thing. He made and it's the fight like, entertaining for the crowd. You yeah. know. But what I will say is that if Connor could throw an elbow, like even if it was just elbows, I mean, that's a whole different fight. Oh, like if he if he's able to push up on him, and crack through with a with an elbow versus a trying to sneak a, a a glove through the the defense like that or, you know, like that or whatever. Not to mention like, heavier gloves too. You know what I mean? It's it's interesting, but. I mean, whenever that time comes, if that time ever comes, it's in the future. But right now, MMA is king. Um, boxing is, is, you know, they're not dead, but they're showing some promise right now. So, this has been the Combat Sports MMA portion of the podcast. Uh, so, like I said, uh, tonight there's going to be the, uh, not the Blades, uh, Lewis fight. It's going to be the Devin Clark Anthony Smith fight, and also tonight is going to be Mike Tyson going up against Roy Jones Jr. along with Jake Paul <laughs> and Nate and Nate, Nate Robinson. Robinson, boy, the two time, three time dunk champion. Yes, sir. What? So we we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, next pod will be where we talk about our reactions <laughs> to all bullshit this. They put so, together in boxing. <laughs> join us for the next one, and if you guys are interested, in what about some, they fighting for? Some NBA talk <laughs> and some you know different talk. Be sure to stay tuned. Peace out.